a handle. This is a handle. I only poured two drinks out of it so far tonight. I drank literally up to about right here last night, and I killed a half a bottle of rum on top so of that. So how many fingers? Like 10, 20, you drink, 30. You drink, you drink 10 fingers last night? At least. I put I put at least 15 <laughs> fingers in my mouth last night. <laughs> Sounds like a fun night. No wonder you were feeling bad this morning. Sore. That was interesting. All right. Well, you know what? Let's just start it up, man. Welcome to the Dynasty Hot Sauce Podcast. We are here. <laughs> fucking Wednesday, Larry. Shit. It's Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday. <laughs> Wednesday. He said, we are here. <laughs> FF Intervention. Chase, my man, you're the Dynasty Happy Hour guy. You're the Dynasty Nerds guy. Like, you got all kinds of stuff you're, i mean if there's a busiest guy in in dynasty fo- fantasy football community you're you're right up there man yes or I'm no i'm figuring out i'm figuring out i'm also part of pregame hq the pregamehq.com uh you know doing their dfs articles when i do have time which is not really readily available but yeah and then fantasy intervention we're actually doing big things over there at fantasy intervention so go check us out it's yeah, so yeah. it's join our circle <laughs> underscore <laughs> Um, it's fantasy intervention, guys. Uh, we, we have these these analytical takes that make you want to drink after you get done reading them. So that's pretty much where we're going with that. Uh, it's blowing up right now. We just released our first quick shots episode. You guys got to check that out on YouTube. Just search fantasy intervention. And yeah, you might find us. I don't even know if we're up there or not yet. Just joining YouTube. So it's been fun. And then, of course, we have some yards better than no yards. It's at some yards where we're teaching kids with special needs how to play fantasy football. So I'm excited about that as well. And then you guys can find me personally on Twitter at FF underscore intervention. So, Justin, I don't know if, if Chase is, is familiar to you, but this guy this guy was the warm-up act for us on the, uh, on the Potathon. Oh, okay. <laughs> you kind of you yes. brought things right in, and then we lit the damn stage on fire. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So, so check this out. So I have... We're in the waiting room, and and Chase is is going through his his set, if you will. You know, everyone has a thirty minute spot, right? So uh, I'm sitting there, and I have my monkey mask on, and I have my uh, <laughs> my Uncle Sam fucking top hat, you know, and I'm ready to go. And it's and this is like in July. I'm in my basement, so it's warm. It's hot down here, and I'm just like and Ch- and, and Chase is going through like of the million things, like he, they're wrapping things up, and he's going through like everything that he's into which is a million things and i'm sitting there i'm like oh man this fucking guy I, I'm, I'm, I'm like dying in this mask right now i'm like i gotta, I gotta rip it off my face i'm, I'm sweating and i'm like oh and then, and then you're just like oh yeah and then i got this going on too and i'm like this oh, we're gonna die. Hey, i was inside of my time slot i didn't run over <laughs> uh, uh, justin and i are i mean this this podcast is kind of a spinoff from the dynasty trades hq listener league uh, and very group and everything yep yeah, it's a 16 team league super flex it, and there's no players on waivers like it's there's no like there's like maybe a dozen players just sitting out on waivers nobody else that's how deep it is everything is anyway i'm pretty so, sure it's uh, like 500 players in the league and all of them are taken it's 16 <laughs> teams and 40 man rosters all together oh shit so there is really nobody out there there's literally yeah, like if it's got a, if the player has a team name next to it they're probably owned there's like literally oh my god so like I actually have team names next to him instead of free agent is lady on bell owned yeah he is owned well he doesn't but have a team next to his name so that's why i was asking the fourth string is probably owned too so yeah 
What but you're right. Think? He does say free agent. So. You know who what the fourth string is now, right? Ty Johnson yeah, is now. That's right. And they, they actually like they actually like Ty Johnson. So if you're in a deep league, Ty Johnson, keep your. I mean, this guy. It's a super deep. It'd have to be like our 16 teamer. Right. Justin's down there actually looking it up right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's, he's owned. He's owned in this league. Yeah. I, 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 I actually bother. flipped him um, when he was the starter for for the Lions last year. For like, for like one, one game. game. Oh yeah. <laughs> right, yeah, I flipped him for James Washington straight up uh, with Dynasty Greg, who's currently the Lev Bell owner. So he might actually have still have Ty Ty Johnson, but pissed off if he doesn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do you think you can get for Lev Bell right now? I just actually just traded for Lev Bell, but I made the trade over the weekend before shit went down with with him. So I traded. Uh, this is a twelve team super flex, eleven starters. I traded Lev. I uh, know I traded Mostert and Ben Roethlisberger for Bell and Keenan Allen. What, what? What? How did you pull that off? Like the guy had Dak and he needed a quarterback. Mostert. I traded Mostert and Roethlisberger. Yeah, so that- you gave up a 28 year old running back and a 98 year old uh, quarterback yes. for Keenan Allen and I mean, well, now it's and whatever Lev Bell. And Lev Bell. Uh, I made the deal. I, I like it. If you're a competitive team that's heavy at wide receiver, I, I would take that trade if I'm if I'm trying to win this year. We're both win now teams, so it was like, yeah. If you yeah. already have the QBs and you're not messing, you're not worried about Ben Roethlisberger. I gave. Got- well, I only have I have Pat Mahomes and Teddy Bridgewater. That's it. It's a good trade overall, and honestly, Le'Veon yeah. Bell is only going to increase in value, in my opinion. There are yeah, very few situations. Yeah. Where like a Leonard Fournette thing happens where he goes to a worse situation because now he has to have a timeshare. And, and there are a few of them out there, by the way. Like at this point, at this point is Fournette in a timeshare or is he just straight at the backup when he gets healthy? Because Rojo has been killing it. No, he, he, he's still the at least the inside the twenties back. Uh but he'll see volume certain weeks. It's it's gonna be confusing. It's gonna be confusing. Um yeah. but yeah, Rojo does not he's dropping passes, he's not the guy that they want to rely on. No, now, certainly not uh, in the past game. Definitely, but he's been really effective running the ball. So I don't know. I um, think that any running back's gonna be effective running the ball there. So when it comes to Lego Bell's value, uh, we have to first decide, you know, what team he could end up with. Right. And so there are multiple teams out there. Miami's where he wants to go. Uh, Miami was trying to trade him, trade for him, but they didn't want to, you know, take a chance now because of the whole Fournette situation. Nobody wanted to trade for Fournette. Why would they want to trade for Le'Veon Bell, who literally puts zero effort? Did you guys watch that game, by the way? Well, you probably definitely did, by the way. <laughs> yeah. How uh, much yeah. effort did, did Le'Veon, in percentage-wise, did Le'Veon Bell put in last game? So he was running, he was running towards tackles. He was literally running towards defensive ends and just kind of wrapping up and slowing down. Like you it know, looked like he was trying to get traded. It, well, he, you know, he was he, he checked out, and you know, it seems to be a commonplace with the big big personalities around Adam Gase. He can't handle that stuff. So well, he's not on waivers. He's not on waivers. He's vested, so he doesn't go to waivers. He was flat out released. Yeah. So it works out where if you have four years, if you have four years and it's before the trade deadline, then you just become a free agent. If you've got four years of service. After the trade deadline, all players go to the go to waivers. Before the trade li- trade deadline, only players with less than four years of vested service go to the waivers. So he didn't he didn't have to clear waivers. He just is a free agent, gets signed yeah. whatever. Really? That's, the, that's yeah. definitely 100%. The, yeah, he he's, he doesn't get claimed. I did not know that. Oh, man, we did a waiver show about him last night, like when we were drunk last night. 
But yeah, that probably would shit. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone was just like, why don't they know this? You know who could use a running back? The Jets. <laughs> right? And Frank Gore and P. Ryan. Like, I mean, this fire, like, up, fire up your P. Ryan chairs. This is like when the Steelers <laughs> let him go and everybody's like, you know who could use the Le'Veon Bell is the Steelers. Yeah. <laughs> I got P. Ryan in, in a handful of spots. Like, I just grabbed him just because. For no reason. I had no interest in P. Ryan. He's never gotten, I don't know, man. Who knows? So I have a bunch of P. Ryan. I mean, I had no intentions of him being anything this year, but he'll get some volume at some point. Okay. What's my, what can Miles Gaskin and Brandon Cooks get me? What can Miles Gaskin and Brandon Cooks get me as a package? Well, I don't know about if Devontae it, Parker and Miles Gaskin right now. Nothing I want to, I want to package and just sell for some something. Miles Gaskin <laughs> is a huge hole, like hole. Yeah. yeah I, I don't understand yeah. why you want to. I, th- I want to get rid of Miles Gaskin because what if Love Bell goes there tomorrow? He has no value uh, until after the 2021 draft. Um, he has no value. Zero. <sighs> no, he has value if, uh, if you want to add like a, a COVID piece for the stretch run, you know? Not after last week. But here's the thing. What kind of value? You're talking about like, I mean, it, the only value he's going to get is a value spike if the if the Dolphins don't take a running back. Otherwise, he just may, he just remains. This is what uh, Chase's point is. He just remains the same, like a mediocre, you know, like third round mid- pick. Yeah, I, exactly. I, a third. I know. I know that Miles Gaskin doesn't really have any value. But I'm saying, what can I get so for him? Just the average fantasy person. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, are you playing in my home leagues from Buffalo? I'm Wild having Brandon like Cook regular. I just want to get rid of both of these guys. <laughs> don't play Dynasty. <laughs> yeah. If you can get something from Miles Gaskins, take it because there's a good chance to draft somebody else. But I would hold on to Miles Gaskin in the hope that Miami does not take another running back this upcoming year because they're trying to improve their offensive line, trying to improve the the other positions. And this draft, this upcoming year, is very top heavy. On the back end of it, it's very weak. So Miles Gaskin, if he is the starter in Miami, I would hold on to him, wait till like week two or three until they show that they're invested in him, and then trade him off because chances are in 2022. They're going to be investing heavily into the running back position. Miami Dolphins are. I mean, in a big trading, when it's when you're out of it and there's trading season going on with the with the contenders that want to add a couple of extra pieces, you, you can get something. Uh, if you can get it, do it. If you can get them, do it. I think right, you can yeah. get anything. Yeah, can get it. If you can get two seconds for that, I would do it. Yeah, I was going to say you even an early two. second and a third. Yeah, because you like unless you're competing. If you're trying early to get rid of Cooks and Gaskin, that like means it. that you're not competing. Right, I like it. Like yes, you're not competing. I, I'm not, I'm, I have three first round picks next year. I have Pat Mahomes, Baker Mayfield, and Tua. That I could get a first for Tua. You should Some get guy, way more than one first for Tua. Yeah, yeah for I, mean, sure. I mean that's why I haven't accepted it. He's been after Tua, and so you're like actually bringing somewhere. your problems onto the podcast. That's that's yeah. If anyone is offering you one first and it's not the guaranteed 101, you tell them to fuck off for Tua. Yes. Like, there is no better prospect in this draft than Trevor Lawrence, besides Trevor Lawrence, than Tua. I mean, I like Justin Fields, but he's not, you know, he's not what Tua is is already or whatever. Chase, are you trying to, uh, how many leagues are you in? 28. How many, are you trying to tank in any of them currently? Yeah, multiple. I've like, Well, so I when I win a championship and I have anybody or an average age that's over the age of 30, 31, no, 30, 
Yeah, 31. If I, my average age of my roster is over 31. I sell all my players that are over the age of 25 after I win a championship. Yeah, I, okay. Yeah, uh, outside of the quarterback. I take the quarterbacks out of it. Um, sure. and, and my average age of my skill position players are over the age of 31. I sell everybody over the age of 25, and I go into a full rebuild. For example, one of my leagues, I had I have 15 rookies out of 30 rostered players in a independent defense player league. There, 15 of them are rookies, and seven of them are second year players, and four of them are third year players. All the rest are, you know, guys that don't matter because I don't want roster clubs. I don't want guys that can win me weeks. I want to rebuild, and I want I want to make sure that I create like an empire. I don't want. You know, the whole point of Dynasty is to win year after year after year after yeah. year after year and rack up the money when you have the opportunity to. You 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 spend money when when it's a super, you know, young roster, you know, and, and you invest and you rebuild your roster and you get everybody on the same bell curve of production. So, for example, um, I'm on my, my third year of my rebuild. The first two years, I draft a lot of wide receivers because wide receivers take an average of two to three years to really develop and get in their prime. Meanwhile, running backs take one year in order to get in their prime. So I ended up uh, rebuilding, or I took tight ends and kept all my rookie tight ends. I've got Patrick Mahomes in there and Josh Allen um, and Drew Locke. And then I ended up putting in, or I ended up drafting running backs this past year. So by 2021, 2022, I should win for about four years in a row, or at least you know, finishing the top two, four years in a row. Right. So you imagine, um, you imagine like going on first date with Chase and you're like, so all day, baby, fantasy football. <laughs> Winner out. There's a door. She's, she's listening. I do a 45 minute analytic base breakdown of fantasy football. And what I do. So here, here's, here's what I've realized now. Here's what I've realized is, and we we discussed this off the air, but uh, Chase is single. But I've realized it's because when the woman when the woman gets to thirty one, he cuts her and goes and finds himself someone that's less than that's under twenty five. Yeah, man. You so right now he's in between. That must be what it is. So. I like to reload with the young talent. <laughs> <laughs> you must have some strict guidelines with the ladies too, man. If you're so strict with your teams, or uh, how does that work? <laughs> to be honest with you, I, I, I'm very a. Uh, I'm a petty individual, I guess. So you petty. guys are bartender. We, on this show, Chase, we have the Run DFF Tank Tracker, where we what are. What is that? We are, we are well, tracking Justin's tank. Come on, baby, tell us about well, this it. This happened. This happened. So, Larry, to to give the update, I lost this week to the very worst team in league history. I can't yes. believe it, man. I can't believe it. You almost won too. It was very close. Well, yeah, because Patrick Mahomes and Kyler Murray scored 70 points or 71 That's, points by themselves. Yeah. Dude, I'm in the same freaking boat, and it's pissing me off. I'm 2-3, and three, and I'm like, I should be 0-5. But I can't yeah. trade away Mostert. I can't trade away Gurley. I can't trade away uh, uh, Raheem oh, or uh, uh, Waller. I'm trying. I'm, Waller. I'm literally selling, I'm selling Gurley for early uh, 2020 or uh, 2021 second-round pick. I'm like, yo, take Gurley off my hands for 2021 second. And these teams that are winning but are struggling with injuries still don't want to do it because they're afraid I'm going to get something over on them. And I'm like, stop. <laughs> like, I, I'm selling you value. You are going to win. Gurley is putting up massive points. And and Mostert as well. And I'm trying to sell these guys because they're going to hold no value for me in, in, in two years from now. They, they yeah. won't. Meanwhile, these winning teams just think I'm trying to get over on them. And I'm like, that's not the case. So it sucks. It sucks. It sucks. Yeah. I've got two other rebuilds, and they're going perfectly. 
Like I have the right now what would be the second pick in one, but I own the number one picks uh, draft pick. So and the other one, I have the worst pick, and I also have the the second and third. Now those are both auctions. So, um, but I have lots of draft picks in those. This one, I'm three and two. I can't for the life of me figure out how the hell I've gotten to this point. And but I do own two picks that are one and four. So I'm feeling pretty good about those. So one and four as of right now. Yes, they're both one and four. So if I could just lose the rest of my games, which I'm assuming I will because I have no one outside of uh, my two quarterbacks now. I mean, I, I just loaded up on picks and I'll make a bunch of moves in the offseason and get some actual scoring players. But, I mean, I was just like, I got to get out of every player that's worth anything in this team. So I want to get your uh, your opinions on the on this deal because I had Saquon and I had – Cortland Sutton and I just got I got rid of Saquon and now I wanted to get rid of Sutton so I traded Sutton and Njoku for Gallup and Preston Williams Gallup Michael Gallup and Preston Williams for Cortland Sutton and David Njoku 1.25 tight end I think it's a good take overall but I'm a little bit afraid that that Njoku might actually become yeah. Nobody, or he could become, you know, a, a premier tight end for like Washington. I didn't care to stick around to find out anymore, so I was like, I was okay. Shop, I, I got two starters. Justin, what's your take on this? Since you are in this league, I'm an Joku hater, so I'm perfectly fine with it. You know, why as are you a Joku? Well, why would I like him? <laughs> I, I, I share the same answer as justin <laughs> the guy's uh, uber talented and he produced over the first couple of weeks when they don't even pass the tight end over there in in you know cleveland so and he still produced yeah but we have what four years now of of him or three years of him being on and off the field getting hurt never being yeah, never being consistent never being uh reliable i mean at some point, we have to see more than just a game or two, and that's all we've really or seen half from him. Game. Just get a half a game. We never get a full game out of him. He could just fit into a better system. Uh, that's you know what I'm bringing up. It's just it, it's a very sketchy trade, but I can understand why you made it. I, I'm a I'm a yeah, contender. Sutton. Yeah, so he, he is a contender. I'm the defending um, champ, and have yep. and I needed to plug in some pieces. I had CMC also Dallas Goddard, so I've had a hold uh, on. You didn't even okay. So he had CMC. He had Cortland Sutton. He had Saquon Barkley all go down. So Dallas Goddard went down. So he had some monster pieces go down on his team. So what was? Give me the trade one more time, real quick. Just name them up. Michael Gallup and Preston Williams, both under twenty-five years old, for Cortland Sutton and David Njoku in a sixteen-team dynasty league where you have to start eleven. If you're a contender, that's fine. I mean, Andy Dalton was targeting right. Gallup, you know, heavily. But I still would take the Cortland Sutton side of things and the Njoku side of things. There's just too much potential, untapped potential there. And and since you're a contender, it makes sense. So I'm not like, oh, I hate this trade. Like, you know, you definitely shouldn't have given up. It makes sense. And right. with Andy I, Dalton there, I like it. I mean, we I saw John Ross. I own Sutton everywhere, so I could I could deal with parting with a, a share of him. And again, I'm a contender, and this is a 16 team league. Who knows how how things could flip in, in a couple of years? But Sutton. Is not going to be. He's not going to just jump on the seed next season, too. I'm sure he'll start out slow. If he's even ready for the season, who knows? But, it was early. Yeah. It was early. But to your point, like I was saying, um, 
you know, Andy Dalton, we saw him go off with uh, with Rob. That's last that, year. Was, that appealed to me also, like that he that Dalton had seemed to have some type of connection with uh, with Gallup. Yeah, and I still like Gallup as a talent. I think he's every bit as good as Cortland Sutton is. Dude, from talent uh, perspective, he catch last year. Gallup, we, we were talking before the season started. We were like, Gallup, we had somebody, somebody was giving us Gallup stats, and uh, we were like, wow, fucking Michael Gallup. <laughs> he's leading the, he's leading the team in, in snaps by far. It's kind of close. Um, over those two, because obviously you have uh, Mari Cooper and Steve Lamb alternating, you know, s- slots in the snap and, and alternating slots as the second wide receiver. Gallup's the primary guy, he's going to go deep every time. It's just Dak Prescott has to look for. Now, I got a question for you guys because let's just say Dallas finishes out with the eighth, ninth, tenth worst record. What would it take for Dallas to get the first overall pick in order to select Trevor Lawrence and break fantasy as a whole? Dak. They'd have to somehow sign Dak and trade him. Let's just say it's the Jets, though. And let's just say the Jets believe in Sam Darnold. Well, they don't have to sign Dak, by the way. They can tag Dak for a second year in a row, just like the Redskins did with, uh, with Cousins. But but then Dak has to sign it before they can trade him. Let's just say, what does it if the Jets lose and they believe in Sam Darnold, right? And they think that Sam Darnold will win. And you just drafted Mackay Becton, but your offensive line is still bad, so you need to improve the offensive line. And there's an option sitting there potentially at the eighth overall pick, ninth overall pick. So what do they trade? Amari and the eighth pick for? That's what I proposed. <laughs> but it's going to take more than that. It's going to. I, it's, I it's, talked it's, about it's, that last season for last draft. I wanted Dallas to do that with the Jets. So you guys realize that Gallup is on pace for more yards right now than he did, than he's had last year. Yeah. No, I was not. I aware. did not know that. Let's see, three forty-eight, five, five, ten, sixteen. He's on pace for eleven hundred thirteen yards right now. He's yeah, still considered a failure. <laughs> he's still yeah. considered right. a bust. Right. He's such a bust. Yeah. Right. Right. So. I didn't know that. I had no idea. What would it take in order to get Trevor Lawrence and the Cowboys? Because think about um, uh, about Mari Cooper. They might have to eat twenty million dead cap because of the fact that they end to that guaranteed contract this year. But after that, it, the contract's done. Like if they trade and they have to eat twenty million dead cap, you have a rookie quarterback, so you can afford to do that. Now you have Trevor Lawrence rookie contract for the next five years. You can do whatever you want with defense, but this yeah. upcoming year. You, you trade away Mario Cooper, maybe two firsts, right? It would have to be a, one of their offensive linemen in a Cooper and draft capital. What about two first round picks for the next couple of years? I mean, Mario Cooper, Trevor Lawrence. This is it. Doesn't matter. The Falcons, the Giants, the well, Jets. None of these own five teams are going to consider passing up on Trevor Lawrence. To, I think the rookie. It's the rookie deal too. It's a rookie deal too. They're not. They have to pay Sam. They don't even have a fucking good good, good read on him. They don't even know what the fuck he is yet. But if they lose again this upcoming year and they they build on their offensive line and they build on their skill positions, they have Amari Cooper now on their roster, they can actually wait till the following year. And it's not going to be anything like Trevor Lawrence. It's not. I know that. I'm not saying that it's going to be anything like that. I think if they're in in position to take that, to to take the generational talent of Trevor Lawrence that they're going to. I think Sam Darnold could be generational. Well, you have to pay Sam. So you're going to pay Sam $30 million the same year you could have Trevor Lawrence on a rookie deal? They already have two first-round picks. I mean, I'm sure they could get a third for saying I'm not that even a minimum. What does it take? That's all I'm asking. What does it take to get Trevor Lawrence out of the Jets' hands? Two to three first-round picks, a couple seconds. Mark Cooper included. The the rumor was that uh, it'd have to be a Herschel Walker-like deal for Trevor Lawrence. Come on, I mean, when you're talking about Andrew Luck, it's like, oh, let me let me trade you for Andrew Luck. Like when he was coming out, 
having that ability to pull that off. Everyone was like, oh, the Seahawks just fucking just because pissed away two picks. You know, it's like it's like dynasty, man. It's it's the same thing when you're trading a dynasty. You give away give away picks and you got a guy. Like, oh, I have Jamal Adams. I just gave up two first round picks. Everyone was like, oh my God, two first round picks. Seattle's like, yeah, we have Jamal Adams. Hello. <laughs> so no brainer. Where are you drafting? Where are you drafting Trevor Lawrence? Look, I was already getting like a little hot, bothered, you know, John Elway situation over here when you said uh <laughs> it's sexy, right? Like, is he actually worth a top five pick, a top three pick? Who Maybe, I think you know, I would you know, take are we talking about a one QB right now? Yeah, no, we are. Wait, what? Yeah, we are. One, I'm dead one set. In one, so, <laughs> guys, one QB to, rookie dynasty league. Let's get all on the same page here. Yeah, let's let's discuss this real quick because I I did some research, right? And when it comes to lifetime value, I wrote an article on this on Dynasty Happy Hour. Unfortunately, Dynasty Happy Hour webpage is dead, so you guys can't look it up. But um, you're getting right around 15 to 18 years of uh, of quarterback one production. When you draft a quarterback and he plays immediately after the whole uh, redesignation of the lockout in 2011, I'm sorry, 2011, 2011, uh, that the the whole way that that the rookie numbers, you know, have gotten skewed for quarterbacks when it comes to the contract salary has allowed teams to build around the wide receiver, right? Which has actually allowed a huge uptick in numbers for the first three years. You're getting what are you getting quarterback one numbers over the first three years a lot more consistently than you were prior to this? Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Then the, the then what, what? the tail end of the the careers, you're also getting number uh, uh, top running or top quarterback one numbers over an additional three years prior to that because the way the health and wellness is working out. So with that being said, you're getting fifteen to eighteen years of stability and not having to worry about the quarterback position and not having to try and draft and not wasting draft wow. picks, which actually pays back the, the wasted draft picks and the wasted equity that you pour into a quarterback. Would you rather do a, you know, if you've got the one Oh five, you know, would you take Trevor Lawrence or would you rather spend the three Oh five on Ben Roethlisberger? And every year you just give a third rounder for that last, that, that player that's aging and dying on somebody's roster. I'd rather get a third rounder because I don't care about the third rounder. I, every year I'll trade a third rounder for a QB. It wouldn't you're, matter. You're missing on upside. You're missing on lottery tickets. I would take a, the, the, uh, what you just said is right though. They're lottery tickets that don't would, hit almost. They almost never hit. So they're 18%, 18%. So I got a 18, I got a one in five chance of, of hitting on a third round pick and it's not that high, but I'll, I'll go with it. Four, I think it might be 14%. I think it was 14, actually. I'd take Trevor Lawrence in the first round of a rookie draft next next year. One top five, though? Um, well, 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 let's go through the top five. You know, We're going to take him over Jamar Chase and Rondell Moore. and. Well, you're already yeah. forgetting ETN and Najee Harris. Like, Hubbard. Yeah. So I don't no. think he's, he's not in the top six, maybe like maybe eight. I would take him. I would take the stability because these rookie running backs also don't pan out. Um, well, when we look at the first round picks over the past few years, right? We're talking one we, QB though. One QB. Yeah, but exactly. That's the problem. Is that one QB? It's replaceable. I mean, I traded the one thirteen and a late second for Kyler Murray this year. I mean, it doesn't matter. Should I have turned down a Lamar Jackson for somebody offered me Baker and Cam Akers for Lamar Jackson? Should I have taken that? No, 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 no. no. QB. 
No, even in a one QB, I'm not doing yeah. that just yet because yeah. because of course he's a very he's a proven. Top you want these top tier talents? Baker's not a top right. tier talent. Um, yeah, Baker's not. Fuck no, that. Baker's a replaceable player in one QB. Oh, he's yeah, a yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. Yeah, no, but but the whole point being, guys, the whole point being is the fact that you don't have to keep spending equity for the next fifteen years. 15, right. How long is your longest year that yeah. you've been? How long I, is your I, longest? I, again, I, again, I have Lamar Jackson, and and I don't, I don't think he's a, he's not, a, I don't think he's a fifteen year quarterback. No, he's not probably, at least not at that level. If you have Patrick Mahomes level talent with with the way the right. Dallas Cowboys are building, yeah. I'm just saying like, do you, like, is there is there is there any league that you guys have been involved with for 15 years? No, not a dynasty league. So but, imagine if you didn't have to worry about the position. Imagine if you didn't have to replace that position. Well, for I, I have years. I trade so much, and Larry's in the same boat. I trade so much that worrying about it is not the issue. Like I'll go grab a Jared Goff, I'll grab a Matt Ryan, all these players, and I'll be within two, three points of everyone outside of Mahomes and uh, maybe a couple other elite players of that of that well, year. We, we like streaming. I no, no, no. I mean, I only need to get one or two. If I have – look, in a one-quarterback league, it's so easy to get two quarterbacks. I'm yeah. Right now, you don't need to stream to stay within a two or three points of a player, though. You, yeah, you at can't quarterback. stream. At quarterback, I, you in know, there's no – In a one-QB league, yeah. If it's, just, it's, if it's like a sh- shallow one-QB league, of course you could stream. But, but what if what if you have this guy that's five that's points, which, by the way – by the way, Patrick Mahomes is like five or six points above every other quarterback so yeah, far yeah. this season. So what if you have a guy that's going to give you like the amount of another flex position, essentially, right? He's going to give you that every single week for the next 15 years. He's going to give you a flex yeah. position. Well, what's, sudden, the, what's the argument here? Because I feel like I'm on your side. I don't know. Trevor, what Trevor Lawrence uh, <laughs> actually drafted him in the top five positions, right? Because it, yeah. it's so hit or miss with, with Wait, drafting. Yeah, you're right. It's a, you, can you, is it worth it to draft a set it and forget it guy for the rest of your life? That adds an extra position onto your roster, like that. Like until your adult, like your kid will be like graduate going into college, fifteen to thirty. <laughs> like they're not, like they're not graduating going to college. Like I drafted Trevor <laughs> Lawrence when dead. you were born. <laughs> you were two. Well, here's the thing, like, Trevor Lawrence. Now you're off to college. It, it's so setting got... your stability. It's setting the foundation for your fantasy for fifteen years. Yes. So, so right now you've got. Your, but here's the thing: like, I just don't think there's that much separation at the QB position because you've got like six players that are in the 25 or more range per game. You know, Aaron Rodgers, Kyler Dak, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson, and then it just becomes a cluster of guys that are scoring 22, 19 to 22. It's literally like 12 guys deep. So you're going down to like what, what's Patrick Mahomes average right now? 27 and change. And what's what do you say? 22. So you get an extra five points, right? Right, right, but you're banking on getting that very that elite of elite. Yeah, it's Trevor Lawrence. I, I, I like. No, I like. Uh, I like Chase's take here. I like this take, man. I, it, I take so it. it's called. I don't think I'm taking him over the top, like five guys, though. You, you get yeah, a running back for six here's, years, right? Here's what, here Maybe would be five. my argument. Yeah, yeah, but here would be my argument. If I can have you know Matt Stafford or Ryan Tannehill scoring 21, 22 points a game, and I get that first-round running back, instead of starting the, the 11th player on my roster, yes. instead of starting the 11th player on my roster, I'm now starting, you know, uh, an older quarterback that that's still scoring points and, you know, a, run, a starting running back in the league. Instead of starting, you know, the Rojos of the league when they're not even that good, or the Leonard Fournettes, I can have someone like Najee Harris, Travis Etienne, 
who have a job and are going to be, you know, there for five years. Yeah, because, five years. But that's not that's not any, like well, you need to set up a base, right? And if you don't have a quarterback, you don't have a guy that that's worth investing in. Like I'm not going to go. I have Patrick Mahomes, right? I've got I've got Patrick Mahomes. I've got Lamar Jackson. I've got Josh Allen. I've got Drew Locke, and I've got Jameis Winston. In a one QB league. In a one QB league, I have all five in a dynasty Listen, league I, because. I don't, I think you're wasting oh, yeah, five QBs. On. You can have five QBs in a dynasty league, in a one QB league. You're not, you're so not. I, I'm waiting for the offers, right? Where I can actually trade them off. No, um, yeah, of course. But in a one QB league, you're going to be waiting. In a one QB uh, league, you're going to be waiting because everyone knows that just like in redraft, there's no you, you wait on QB. You got to be aggressive. Wait, the reason that people wait on QB yes. is because they're won this league three out of six years. All right. And I'm in rebuilding mode right now, and I still have those five quarterbacks. By the way, all five of those quarterbacks can be relevant for the next 15 years because it's lifetime value. And so I can acquire talent and I've gotten two first round picks off for, for Lamar Jackson. I've gotten uh, a first round and a second round for, for, um, for Josh Dude, Allen. I'm not taking it. Why wouldn't you trade two first round picks for Lamar Jackson? Because one? the values keep getting better. There's no cheaper time to acquire quarterbacks than in a draft. I'm telling you guys, I've won three out of six years and the past three years I've been rebuilding like it or two years. I'm sorry past two years have been rebuilt. I'm telling you guys, like quarterbacks are extremely, extremely expensive. Of course, when it comes man. To I usually care about, well, I mean, they're I, mean I, don't super, I don't care about Superflex. I'm in two yeah. so, QB leagues and they're fucking, I'm just like fucking bullshit. You're, you're absolutely right. QBs are expensive in a Superflex startup. In a one no. QB startup, in a one QB startup, they're not expensive at all. I mean, you're talking okay, about, talking shit about QBs in a one QB league. Right? Guys, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. Like I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, telling you, it's happening. Know. It's it's a know. real thing. It's a real thing well, because quarterbacks get hurt. Quarterbacks get injured. I'm you have a quarterback puts up 13 points. I'm Are in, you willing to play Baker Baker Mayfield every week? No, because of the fact that he doesn't put up points. When it comes to long term value, you guys are missing the boat. Yes, but there's the the Ryan Tannehills that you take at the end of the draft. You know that, that's that great. Rocking. He performs for three or four years, and then you reinvest, and then you reinvest, and then you reinvest, and you reinvest, and you reinvest. Listen, I, I'm always I'm a I'm a pro quarterback guy when it comes to any kind of startup draft. One, uh, I mean, I'll I don't even, I will refuse to get in one QB leagues anymore. In one QB startup on DLF, you know Ryan McDowell stuff. Burrow yes. or Allen went seventy four. Burrow went ninety four. That's the QB seven and eight. Why am I going to go early on those guys? That's I mean, we're talking about sixth and eighth rounders for the for top eight QBs. Point. I like the take because you're locking some. You're locking up a position. You don't got to worry about it. Boom. You're lo- you're, you're, it's done. It's yeah. out. Like you don't ever have to worry about it again. Yeah, and, but and, I, I get it. I mean, that's why you take it tight. That's why. That's why you took in OJ Howard at the one hundred and seven. You know that year. Yeah, sometimes it fails. Sometimes it doesn't work <laughs> but out. See, but, but the difference between tight end and, and quarterback is that there are fifteen quarterbacks that are startable, and there's five tight ends that are startable. So no, not when it comes to ends. after the top three. Eight tight ends that are startable, and then everybody else you're you're getting you you could get two points, or you could get ten points. So no, I, that's what I'm saying. There's no depth. So everyone wants Ooh. to say that the tight end is so deep, but it's really like once you get into the type the tight end eight nine range. The guys after that, you don't want to be starting every week. You know, I mean, you don't want to be starting. You know, I don't Mike want to start Smith. Baker Mayfield every week. I but, don't want to be starting Ryan Tannehill every week. Those, Baker Mayfield's not mind. even like the top 15 scorers is what I'm saying. Like, you're talking about the the Matthew Staffords and Ryan Tannehills of the world. I'd gladly start either of those guys on a on a 1QB and be completely happy. Not every week. Why not? Your, um, so I took Burrow at the 202, and then I took Tua at the 208. 
in this rookie draft in this in one of these roto heat baseball right. leagues. And see, and that, I'm fine. I would even be fine with a late, late first, you know, 11, 12-ish. But I'm not I'm not spending a mid to early first on a so, so check this out. I'm looking it's at my draft. Yeah. I took Gabriel Davis at the with the 412. No, I mean it's a good it's a good theory and conversation, Chase. I just don't agree with it simply because it's a replaceable position. Because it's so deep with so few starting requirements. If you have a 12 team league, you're only starting 12 of the 15 startable quarterbacks on giving how day. many guys are available right now in y'all's 12 team leagues in dynasty there are no quarterbacks available no no, no none are available on the wire but every one of them is available via trade in a one qb league you can go get ben roethlisberger right now for for a third no you, you can't can. or um most <laughs> I, I will send say, out I right now. I'm going to send out a third rounder right now and see if I can get him. I will send it out right now, and I will get laughed in the a one fuck out of the building. In a one QB league? Yeah. Why would you take yeah. that? I wouldn't take a. I wouldn't take anything for Ben Roethlisberger. You find the team that's rebuilding. You find the team that's zero and four, and they're going to have a quarterback in the top fifteen of scoring, and you can go grab one of those guys. And you're going to get 19, 20 points out of them. Those so, teams don't exist. Those teams that you think are rebuilding, they've already traded away those guys before the season started because they're rebuilding. So I just went through real quick. I just went through and looked. Um, there is only one losing team with a record that actually has a guy 25. I mean, under 25 or over 25. Yeah. I, I don't have anybody. I went through two leagues. Nobody has a guy that's over the age of 25 that has a losing record. And that's Drew Brees. With a two and three team who's ultra competitive and has four guys in the IR. See, I found, and I'm only in one one QB league, but a one and four team with Josh Allen and Aaron Rodgers, a two and three team with Tua and Deshaun Watson, uh, ah. another two and three team, let's see here, Stafford and Fitzpatrick. I mean, it, you can find players. Yeah, this two and three team is so competitive, though. They're not going to just sell them for it a just round. It completely Dude. depends on. No, it completely depends on points scored. I mean, these guys have 500-something points, and those of us in the lead are 150, 200 points ahead of them. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, there's not older players that are available like that for a third-round pick. They've already traded them away uh, prior to the season. In Dynasty Leagues, if you're in a good Dynasty League, if you're in a team that's competitive Dynasty League and you know that you're not going to win your rebuilding, you're not going to have Ben Roethlisberger on your, on your roster. It has to be a complete shocker. Like you have to deal with like ten people on COVID in order to find Ben Roethlisberger for a third round pick, but yeah. So when it comes to Dwayne Haskins, uh, so Kyle Allen's actually the starter there right now, and Dwayne Haskins is clearly accurate. He would be great in a team like Indianapolis. Indianapolis would be the perfect fit for this team. For this team, yeah, you're right. A great offensive line, veteran quarterback needs a year to learn. We're unsure about what's going on with with Jacob Eason, and he has wide receiver youth. So, I mean, is there a better fit for Dwayne Haskins than, than great offensive line is what Haskins needs because he, he needs, needs, he needs time. Incredible he offensive time. line because right. he probably moves worse than I do at 38 years old. So, I mean, yeah. but apparently he's immature and, and he's got these, these NFL guys don't want to deal with that, that bullshit. Well, that's why he needs to sit on the bench for a while. He needs a humbling experience because he doesn't get it that this is a team sport and you can't go celebrating your individual accomplishments while you're losing and losing and losing. Yeah, so, the, the whole selfie picture on the sideline was terrible. Right. Like, hey, you're supposed to be in there taking this snap and, and uh, running out the clock. You know, victory formation for a reason there, partner. But listen, but real quick, I just want to – I'm going to shout out our eliminator because the hot sauce pod – so the, the 
the Fantasy Cares Eliminators are kind of the lead up to the Scott Fish Bowl. Uh, John Bosch does these best ball for charity, 10 bucks, 17, uh, 17 players. Everyone chips in 10 bucks and you, it's your best ball draft. And then you get a lowest you score. Just ride it out. Yeah. Ride it out. Every week, the lowest score is out. So, so we have one. I have one. Uh, I actually just was eliminated uh, from the Larry Monkey Eliminator. That was fucking unfortunate because I didn't even know. Both of yours. I got. I, I was. I just got ousted in the Larry Monkey Eliminator. Mm-hmm. I'm in twelve eliminators, and now I'm currently active in nine of them. Mm-hmm. I'm very disappointed. Well, who's our big loser for this week there, Larry? The biggest loser is Mr. fucking Tom at TMAC912. You are the fucking loser. Welcome to the loser loser party. <laughs> the biggest <laughs> fucking loser is Mr. Tom. Because right. <laughs> I'm there too, man. I'm there too, Chase. I, already fucking, uh, I, already I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Justin scores bottom fucking three. Like hey, look, I'm over here just trying to maintain, okay? All I got to do, they call it the eliminators. As long as I don't get eliminated, I'm good. I don't care where I finish. So, yeah, I can be bottom three or four. I don't give a shit. So, we're going to yeah. keep riding this out and hopefully some things turn around and I can make it to the end. I am an eliminator league. I'm in one of those like leagues, not the one you guys are in, but yeah, that's my whole goal was just to not finish this last one. I have, like, the, <laughs> you know, the ninth or tenth or eleventh worst you know record so far. And I, I might have lost this week, but I was right in the middle of the pack. I was eighth, so just I was slightly above 50, the fiftieth percentile this week. That's okay, all. I need. Here you go, T Mac. Right down the toilet, baby. <laughs> you just got flushed down the toilet. <laughs> so excited for that. Look, our drops are Larry holding his phone up to his mic. <laughs> I just figured out how to use drops like two months ago, and I still haven't been able to do it because I've been going live all the time. But I love it. I need to set some drops up with hot keys on my keyboard just so I can f- help Larry out here. Because yes. <laughs> all right, so so FF intervention. What are we doing with Dwayne Haskins right now? Oh, he's he's a. I mean, I was never a buy. I didn't own him anywhere. I'm. I have him everywhere. I have him everywhere because he, he was so cheap. That's why. Yeah. So I'm a Washington football fan. Unfortunately, I'm not a fan. I renounced my fandom. Let me. You're, let me you're a Washington football team fan. I'm a former Washington football team fan. I don't support anything the organization's done in 30 years. I've I've been alive 31 years. But uh, yeah, I. This whole recent thing of drafting Dwayne Haskins has kind of capped it for me. I hated the draft pick. I thought we should have gotten Dillard and added to our, uh, you know, to our offensive line. <sighs> and so we got Haskins, and Haskins is terrible. No, he's not accurate. He has inefficiencies, and we're just not the team to host him. We need a team with a great offensive line, like I mentioned earlier with Indianapolis. Kyle Allen's not much better. And Alex Smith, although he's very intelligent, not much better. Well, you're playing for like an offensive lineman pick next season or something, right? Uh, Trevor Lawrence, maybe. <laughs> I was going to say, well, no, because you have a win, and that's more than the Jets. The Washington so. football team is going to get Trevor Lawrence, you imagine? It's very possible. Our defense is really, really good, so I don't think that's going to happen. I really don't. Um, no. But when Sam Darnold returns with New York Jets, I think that it's very possible that, that they get a win or two. So it, it's, it sucks that, that for the Washington football team that that's the case. But 
it's very possible they end up with the first round pick. Either way, Chase Fields. If they draft Chase Fields, I'll be on them. I'll be back. I'll be a fan again. I'll go to sports organization. I'm gonna go get a beer right now, and then I'll come back. I'm gonna rant about Brandon Cooks, that motherfucker. <laughs> why? Why is that the guy you're gonna rant about? Because he's had him on his team, and he can't stand him because he benched because he played him two weeks ago, and he got a donut, I think, and then. Yeah. And then he played, then he of course sat him this week and he went the fuck off. So, anyways, I was doing research because the Bengals have one of the worst uh percentages of seating capacity compared to occupancy. So, I ended up bringing up fields and how he could increase their capacity if you know prior to Joe Burrow actually getting you know running there. Wait this has been in the freezer the entire time, it's ice cold. It's gonna be it's chunky. Probably, with ice. Ooh. Is it chunky with ice? Are you, okay, are you... I'll tell you a second? <laughs> Borderline slushy. Borderline. Yeah. But yeah, man. Fucking Brandon Cooks, that motherfucker. What a fucking bitch. Brandon Cooks. Fuck you, motherfucker. So I knew this guy would do this. I was gonna say he'd get 80 yards. Like, ooh, oh, he's gonna get 80 yards next week, you know, or whatever. Trade him when he gets to 80 yards, because the goose eggs and the zeros. That he's famous for, he should just have a zero as his, he should change his number to zero. So, Larry, you benched him last week, and you, I mean, you played him last week, and you benched him this week, didn't you? I the the one league that I that I have him in, I contemplated putting him in, and I was like, I th- the logical choice would be to play Brandon Cooks right here, but because I ranted on him on the last week's podcast, I said I'm, I'm not going to do it. Just because I went berserk on him, I'm not going to be a hypocrite. I'm just going to sit him because I went nuts on him on the last pod, which I did. I put in Zach Pascal. Yeah, I even have a fucking say his name. That, anyway. We've done well with that. Well, keep on going. So Zach Pascal got me like I don't even know. He got me like th- three and a half points, or I don't. Uh, All I know is he didn't get me fucking Brandon Cooks motherfucking points, which was like thirty. So yeah, that was it. I would have won. I would have won my match, but I lost. Based on Brandon Cooks, fucked me. He must have the, the football gods. <laughs> like, guy's such a bitch, making fun of Brandon Cooks. Fuck him. We're gonna fuck his matchup up in the one league that he has. Brandon Cooks rode my bench, and I lost by you know not thirty points, a lot less than that. No lube, like he just fucked you raw. No lube. Yes, he just blew a load all over me at my face. Yes, all over my face uh, in the in the in the skybox with John Elway, baby. <laughs> yeah, man, Brandon Cooks, that motherfucker. Gah! So yeah, that's why I want to get rid of him. I have Miles Gaskin, I have Brandon Cooks. I just want to get rid of both. I feel like ah, this is the week. I was like, fuck him. Try to get rid of Brandon Cooks when he gets you eighty yards, not when he gets you hundred and what do you get? One hundred and sixty yards. 161 is what I saw. Uh, yep. Eight for 161 and a touch. I, last week, I was like, when he gets you 80 yards, get rid of him. Get a third for him. When he went fucking nuts, he went nuts. I was like, oh, on Tuesday, I took the John Bosch advice. On Tuesday, that's when you send, well, Wednesday because of the Tuesday game, which totally screwed my whole day up. You know how many times I check my rosters thinking that like, ah. Oh, you know, and it's and it's still nothing moved, nothing changed from the. I had like two trades that were that were in the middle of fucking being accepted, but they couldn't because the games were going on. So it's like Tuesday you're supposed to take care of that shit, and now there's a Tuesday game, so now you got to wait till Wednesday. 
I just had this knee jerk. Re- I never realized how many, how often I check my teams in a day. Cause I'm like, ah, oh, fuck it's uh, there's a game tonight. There's nothing has changed. The week hasn't flipped over yet. Fuck Brandon cooks with his 160 yards. No, actually I should not say fuck Brandon cooks because now you can get rid of him or you might want to pump up Brandon cooks right now. Instead of bashing <laughs> the shit out of him. <laughs> but I mean, like, this is what we wait for guys. This is Brandon well, cooks going off. He well, is going is to be good. a monster the rest of the All season. Right. You want to hear some pro Brandon Cooks? Oh, hey, the uh, what was holding Brandon Cooks back? It was old Billy Bob Brubeck, Mr. O'Brien. That's now he's out of here now. Now we got Brandon Cooks, the new Brandon Cooks with the brand new offense without the guy that's that ruined Brandon Cooks. And now we had a huge game. Romeo Cornell, the oldest head coach in the league, he's the key to Brandon Cooks. Pro Bowl appearance. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Fortunately, like the guys that really listen to our our podcast are probably not in the league that Larry has in the one league that Larry has. Uh, yes. You know, I only own one share of Brandon Cooks, and that's why. And, and this is he gets to me like that, man. I'm so I only have one no, share as well. It's an SFB, and it's driving me nuts. Okay, so that's not true. So I. Have I, to. I I had cooks in a so I have cooks in one dynasty league, but I, I've had I had him in a couple of redrafts last year, and he was just like dropping these goose eggs all season long, and I just I ah, SFB eggs. <laughs> it's the Scottfish Bowl, and we're here to talk about Chase Vernon. We're having an intervention on the Scott Fishball right now. Did anyone else get Philip Lindsay? Is all I'm saying because I can't wait to roll him out there while Melvin Gordon serves his DUI suspension. That's not going to happen anytime soon with the DUI suspension. That might be even be a next season thing. You know? No, 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 no. no. That's going to process quicker than than uh, most of these. Like if he's literally charged, that's a 38 thing. Two games. So. And I would I would contemplate rolling out Lindsay as a as an option this week if they suspend him to kind of beat the suspension so he doesn't get suspended at all. Has he practiced all week? Yeah, he's been practicing. He he's gonna play. practice until they suspend him. I don't think he gets suspended this week because I think the NFL is gonna want to see some more details. But he was driving like 30, 30. 31 miles an hour or 39 39. Miles, 39 miles an hour, just barely under the reckless driving. Let's get arrested. Well, yes. what thirty nine and twenty five. Uh, come on. You never done 40 and a 25? No, no, no. 39 over. Oh, I thought it was 39. No, no, no. no. He was driving 25 plus over his. And so I believe the, the thing was that he was driving 39 over. 30. So he was anyway. doing like 65 was, and 25. There was a 25 yeah. number and a 39 involved. So he had to be driving 39 miles an I hour. Saying, when I heard about this earlier, I said to, I don't even remember where I was or who I was even hanging out with, but I remember that. What we talked about was, I mean, why doesn't this guy? I'm sure he was driving like a Lamborghini or something. <laughs> you know, like, hey, 71 and a drive, Why are you driving a caravan? Hey, get, let me get my 71? caravan. 71 and a 35, y'all, on Fifth <laughs> Avenue in Spear Bullet. 36 miles an hour over the speed limit in a 35 mile an hour zone. That's bad. He needs That's like bad. a, uh, like a. That could hit, that could hit in 30 days. Um, he needs to but drive it, like could, a Subaru Forester or, or, or something like that. <laughs> they could pre-suspend him, though. They could pre-suspend him. John Elway was in, was in his private box up in uh, Mile High. 
He couldn't answer at the time because he's low and low. It's all over the place. All right, Anyways, yeah. let me wrap this up, baby, because it's because I want to edit this shit and get it out as soon as possible. And the longer we fucking talk about, there's no Thursday game. No, that's no, why I was able to actually come on Sunday. this episode. Yeah. Wow. All right, so I've allotted an extra twenty minutes right now for Chase Vernon, FFN underscore intervention according to this but he's probably just at ff intervention right i've allotted 15 minutes to explain everything that you got going on right now 15 whole minutes all right <laughs> i know, I know well, it's not a lot five, I know you, can probably... you five just in the time that it took larry to i don't get know i feel like 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 dynasty happy hour that's a big deal then you're like oh wait dynasty nerds that's like a kind of a big deal too then you're like oh wait i gotta run this whole like fantasy discussion on facebook that has a gazillion members like what what where's your priority where are your priorities man let's put you on the spot right now bro what what uh, what, what so if you have 10 beautiful women right if you have 10 beautiful women Ooh. and they're all equally you know gorgeous and you just have brunette redhead blonde like do you actually have priorities to how much time allotted is to each one well redheads are like those are like rare sports cars yeah, but you don't need to spend too much time with them. That's why they're like rare, you know, because you can hit them and quit it real quick. No, I'm just kidding. I love redheads, by the way. Oh. <laughs> love redheads. No, there, yeah. there's no allotted a time to, to either one or either priority. Uh, obviously, my biggest focus is on panic intervention, where you have a great, uh, a phenomenal team getting built together. So I'm super excited about about fantasy intervention lifting off, and of course, I'm in, I'm going to let everybody know who's involved, what they're doing here very, very shortly, because it's more about them than it is me. Uh, they all came to me, and, and, you know, I reached out to an extent, but, you know, we, we had a collaboration as to where, hey, it's not going to be about the website itself. It's not going to be about me at all. It's going to be about the website allowing them to gain exposure. So fantasy intervention is going to be a thing, and I'm really, really excited about it. But it's going to be more about the people involved. Uh, we just released our first our first ever, our first ever quick shots, which Corey, by the way, huge shout out to Corey. Oh man, he he did the editing. We have, of course, uh, John Swanson. Yeah, John Swanson, J A W N Swanson. He uh, he put out our our first ever musical soundtrack where we dance and we sing. No, I'm just kidding. He he did our intro. Great, great, great intro. One of my favorites of all time. And then, of course, we have all sorts of things going on behind the scenes. But our first ever, our first ever was Decluge over there. He created our first ever quick shots. And he did a phenomenal job. I couldn't have done it better myself. And then, of course, we have some yards are better than no yards, where we are actually teaching kids with special needs how to play fantasy football. So go visit at some yards if you might you know, know somebody that, that is interested in teaching kids how to play fantasy football. You know, yeah, yeah, man. You, um, I want to highlight the. I remember you were trying to fill the, the league, and you actually filled it, right? Yep, we got our first league filled, but unfortunately, with the teachers not able to have access to their students, it was very tough. I had to cut the sponsorships off because everybody wanted a sponsor, but nobody, you know, could get kids signed up. So it's tough. So if you guys know anybody, we have more than enough sponsors. Let's get these kids playing fantasy football, where we have a very tight knit community in the fantasy yeah, world. That's amazing. You know? yeah. that's, that's, that's probably the, the coolest thing that of all that is is you trying to reach out and and help kids that you know might need some help to get into this. But I mean, it's such a it's a it's a game that anybody can play, which is the best part about it. So yeah, it's yeah. about geography. 
you know, teach kids about injuries, teach kids about math, teach kids about social interaction, which is the biggest thing. Right. Special needs. Yes. I love it, man. Excellent. And I love you. No, um, stop. You're just flattering me. <laughs> <laughs> we had a we had a fun time on the coming in hot draft, which is something we, I mean, we packed a bunch of stuff in. We didn't even talk about that. I so died. I'll we'll have, have to have you on again because we'll we'll talk about the coming in hot draft. And that's a little cliffhanger, perhaps. I'll take that, man. I'm I'm always down. You know, I'm always down to podcast. I can podcast twenty four seven. Nice. Yes, we'll put it on the show sheet, man. Yeah, dude. You in the show sheet. Coming in hot draft. Oh, was did I pick on the show sheet when I was on with you and your buddy? Uh, Chase Vernon, FF Convention. We're just gonna do this, baby. What was that? Worry. Thanks for listening to the Dynasty Hot Sauce Podcast.